Welcome to Wild and Free with Sarah and Nicole. Let's see what's on our minds today. Hi, everyone. Hi. Happy, happy, happy day. New happy New Year. New Year. It's uh, Wild and Free with Sarah and Nicole. <laughs> happy New Year. Happy 2019. Um, first and foremost, I will address the fact that we were not, we did not put out a podcast last week. It, it didn't, didn't happen. Sarah was traveling. Um, she was busy with family. It was the holidays. I was busy with family, and it just didn't. It just didn't work last week. So we had every intention of doing it, and then finally we were like, you know what? No. No. It and was that's like, okay. Yeah, Sarah was in Santa Fe, and then my mother actually gave me the gift of taking Bodhi um, for a few days, and I I just said, you know, can I? I need to sleep for like fifteen yep. hours. So. Yep. Um, so we just, uh, we're here for you now to bring in the new year. Happy 2019. So yeah, we're going to jump into the cards and then we're just going to jump into it today. Yeah. Yeah. We're just going to jump into it and then we'll go from there. So I already, um, I did my, I did my cards myself this morning. I actually got a new deck for Christmas. Another I, one. I know. Yeah. I got a new tarot deck. So I'm exploring the world of tarot and I got the wild unknown by Kim Kranz. Oh my God. It's beautiful. I'll set up a link to it. I'm not going to do the tarot here because I don't know enough about it yet to share it in that way. Yep. But eventually. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and shuffle the cards here once and I'm going to cut the deck and let's see what we have for all of us today. So let's start first. I'm going to go with you first, babe. How's that sound? Hey. Okay. Good. All right. So what do we have for Sarah today? We have a little bit of, oh, hmm. this is how I further evolution in my family. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting card for 2019. That's one of my uh, intentions is my marriage and family. So right, that's good. Right, right. That's a good one. And again, this is the Practice You Daily Awakening deck from Elena Brower. So uh, there's for there's for Miss Sarah for me this morning. God, who knows what I'm gonna get? Um, <laughs> it's one of those days, you guys. Oh, hmm. this is interesting. <laughs> what does it mean to believe in love? Mm. This is how I commit to an internal experience of love. That's kind of what you're doing right this now. This is exactly Internal what I'm doing. Internal work. This yep. is exactly what I'm doing right now. And I'll talk yep. about that a little bit when we check in. But yeah. And these are both pink cards, which is interesting. Um, love cards. All right. One more for you guys out there. So for the podcast, for all the listeners, let's see what we got going for, for this podcast, for this year. Oh, my gosh. This is so great. All about love. All right. So this is a little practice here. So take a deep breath. And let your left hand hover just above your head, palm facing down. Raise your right hand next to your right shoulder, palm facing forward. This is my blessing of love. This blessing has no beginning and no ending. Hmm, that's really beautiful. I love that. Yeah, so I love that. Yeah, all all of us got love. Oh, we all so got love. We all got love. 2019. Here we go. That's great. That's beautiful. So, um, yeah. So starting with the cards, we want to do a little check in. Do you want to go well, first? Well, I you... think we need to talk about our word because yeah, yeah. I'm. I've been in it. I've been in it. I've been all about the self reflective internal work, and I've done words for the year. I don't know. 
it's been years. So I'll do big vision boards. So I gather magazines and I'll get a word. I think actually the first word, it was still while I was at Cal Berkeley. And the first word I ever did was success. And so, and that was, you know, that was a good one. That was my first time. And that was where I was at that time. Um, And now it's interesting how they evolve, you know, how they start to get deeper and start to change. So this year, my word is wellness for 2019. And I wanted to get really, really clear um, about what that meant for me. And I don't just mean a wellness uh, of the body. I don't mean Mm -mm. losing weight, any of that. For me, it's a... All of it. It's a wholeness. Yep. It's a wholeness. And so I got a big poster boards. I got out my smelly markers and I put wellness <laughs> in the middle of my poster board. And I have my six categories. I have, <clears throat> I have wellness in my body. I have wellness yeah. in my mind. I have wellness in my vocation, wellness yeah. in my family, wellness in my community. And oh my gosh, what was the last one? I know I had one more community. Oh, wellness in my home. Oh, I love that. Um, and so then I got really specific in each of those categories of what that yeah. actually looks like for me. Um, and yeah. then, and then you know, a couple of weeks ago, I talked about my values. Mm-hmm. And so I make sure to hit back to all those values. I, mean, I hit back to service, connection, practice, and yoga, and how those fit within my word for 2018. And what's really coming up for me um, is a quest inward mm. for some it's just like I'm like I'm going in. Yep. I'm going in. You know, I, I teach I teach. I teach yoga and it's been really busy lately. I've been doing a lot of private classes. I've been having a lot of people in my classes and um and I love teaching and I love showing up for people and I love holding that space and it's a lot of energy. Yeah. It's a lot of energy and so I feel um, when I get home, <clears throat> I not only want to get internal into my own self, but also the, the nucleus of my family. Exactly. So I felt a call to do that. And it's actually funny. It's actually really funny. So yesterday I had this plan of what we were going to do for New Year's Day. <laughs> right? And, and granted, we went to bed, you know, Bodhi was asleep by seven <clears throat> New Year's Eve. I was asleep by nine. Yeah. I had to be at the studio at 7 a.m. yesterday morning for our hot class. Um, which was a beautiful class. But so yesterday I had this vision that we'd all come home and take a nap together. And, and then, you know, we'd go out and, you know, gather all of our, uh, you know, all of our groceries and food. One of our um, pledges for 2018 is Whole Foods Always. Mm-hmm. So uh, whole, real plant-based foods. And if anything is packaged, anything um, with less than five ingredients in it. So anyway, we were going to go do that. Um, and... Um, then, but we took down all of our Christmas decorations and, uh, Bodhi happened to break an ornament and, um, uh, we thought we picked up all the glass, but then, but, but, but we didn't, we had oh. to pick up all the glass. And so yesterday she was like, mom, my foot hurts. And I looked and she stepped on the biggest piece of glass, <clears throat> but oh it was like in, embedded <gasps> in her foot. And of course, who, what, three and a half year old wants to allow mom and dad to take a piece of glass out of their foot. We seriously spent maybe five hours no. trying to get this piece of glass out of her foot. Did you just go to the doctor? No, we didn't. Because they, at the doctor, they're just going to say, hold her. Yeah. And, we'll dig, and, and we'll rip it out. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not going to spend however much it's going to be in an yeah. ER 
Like it's yeah. going to be the same thing and she's, it's going to be more traumatic Yeah, because we're at a hospital. And so it just took time because it was those little, you know, oh, like the little, pe- yeah, yeah, it was terrible. It was like the, or- you know, it was oh, the ornaments no. that are really flimsy. So every time I would get it, then it would break. And I would get yep. it and then it would break. It was so terrible. It was so traumatic. It was just this experience like, welcome 2019. <laughs> no, that's okay. But no. what we learned, like what we got out of that is how great of a team we are because we did it yep. and we went through it together. And it was that whole like, okay, <laughs> you know, like we, yep. like that whole idea, like we can do hard things. We come together yep. as a family, no matter what I had in my mind, like my phone was away. I didn't give a shit about what was going on on social media. All my plans went out the window. And it was like, yep. this is my... Um, this is what matters. This is what matters right now. This is... Yeah. So it was, you know, it was different, but it was it was good. Um, yeah. And then I got to do... After Bodhi went to sleep last night, I got to do some more practices uh, for myself. So... Uh, but that's my that's my word for 2018 is wellness and digging into that. And, I, and I'm starting to have an idea of, of what that means. And... Um, and I just feel a shift. I actually told Sarah before this phone call, like, I'm weird today. My energy is weird. I'm, I'm in. I am in. I'm going in. And, and, it, and it's good and it's weird. And yeah. I'm having some internal conflicts that are coming up. But I wanted to share about it on the podcast because, because part of me was like, I don't want to speak. Yeah. I don't want to get on there and talk to people. You know, I, I don't, I don't want to do that today. But then there was this part of me. Like, this is what we do. We show up and well, this is the stuff that we, this is why we're doing this. This is, is to why show we're doing up this. Even when we don't want to show up to share the shit that we don't actually want to share because it's just human nature is to isolate right. and, and that's hide the from first our truth. Thing that I want to do. And I also, yeah. you know, am not pregnant this month, you know? Yeah. And so that's another thing that comes up for me in, in all of this. And I don't want to share about it because I was so... I was so hopeful and that's fine to be hopeful. And I, and we talked about this and I knew this was going to, I was going to be all in. And if I'm all in, yep. I don't get to You're decide gonna... how that looks. Or I, how it feels. How it feels. And I knew, you know, I knew that yep. I was going to be either terrified if I was pregnant or devastated if I wasn't. And so yep. it's sitting with those feelings. I actually, I talked about my essential oils on the last podcast and I have this bottle of essential oils and it's called console. And it's just oh. so beautiful. And it's seriously been like in my pocket on my skin for the last five days yeah. <laughs> because, you know, it's just, it's just, it's those little practices. It's those little things that bring me home and let me know that, you know, it's okay to grieve. It's okay to yeah. feel. Um, but you know, I still, I still really want to show up. So well, and I also think that every time this does happen to you, um, it, it affects you. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, cause you do, you get your hopes up, you, you're manifesting and then this happens. And so I know that this is, it's probably why you're going into it, but it's like everything that happens to us that's horrible actually sometimes ends up being like our biggest lesson, totally. you know, and our biggest gift to offer to others, you know, yeah. that our dark path allows us to become a light and a beam for others at some point. And I've already exactly. had people reach out to me about fertility that have listened to it on the podcast and, um, and I really appreciate that and that connection that we can get with each other and, yeah. and it's just, it's real and it's what it is. And yeah, it does go into a little bit of that inward, um, you know, that, that inward space of just, you know, look, looking at all of it and, and deciding how to go yeah. forward. So, um, so yeah, I, it's, I, I'm just weird. I'm a little weird today and it's okay. It's okay. You're allowed to be weird. Like we're allowed to show up. Yep. Showing up and, um, yeah. But I do also have some exciting, I don't want to say exciting, but uh, things that I'm looking forward to. So 
Um, that's my word, wellness, if you could tell. <laughs> Would you want to like finish? Because it. it's been a check-in too. Do you want to oh, finish yeah, your check-in? Oh, yeah, I check-in too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, as for content, God, I feel, I feel like over the uh, holidays, the content goes into my check-in because again, yeah. like I said, I've been really um, digging, in. digging inward. And so I've been digging into my essential oils, really been digging into my meditation practice. So getting mm. really consistent and really um, cozy with oh, my yoga practice yeah. or my uh, meditation practice every morning. So waking up in the morning um, and again, I've been incorporating my oils in, in, into that as well. And um, I put a little bit of Copaiba under my tongue to get grounded in the in the morning. And then I have a few other essential oils, uh, three that I use. They're called Anchor, Align, and Arise. And it's part oh, of the yoga four. collection from doTERRA. Yeah. So I put a little bit of Anchor on the tops of my feet. I put a little bit of Align up my sternum, mm-hmm. up my throat to connect my heart and my throat chakra and then I put a little bit of a rise behind my ears and on the top of my head. And then I go through um, my decks and then I sit quietly. And that's been really, um, it's, it's been consistent now for about the last three weeks. And it's yeah. really opened up a lot. It's allowed me to get really clear with myself. And it's been really cute because Bodhi has also started to uh, follow suit. So I, I now have my altar with my cards and my crystals and my oils. And um, so for Christmas got me a bunch of crystals and so he also got Bodhi the smaller versions of like the polished crystals cute because she just that's what she wanted so it's so it's so cute it's so cute she has her own altar she has her own cards she has her own little you know kids safe essential oils that she's using um and it's just it's a it's a gift to give it to myself but then also to pass it on to Bodhi in whatever mm-hmm. way. And she, you know, I'm not forcing it on her. I'm not making it's just one no, of those things. No, but she's curious. She's and curious she's, and she wants to be it's like adorable. Mom, you know? Exactly. It's so, so cute. She also and then, you know, she gets to transform it into whatever practice that she, her little life yep. needs right now. And then as she gets older, gosh, she'll either come to love it or come to resent it. Who knows? Yeah. She'll probably both. That probably was me. Both <laughs> different times in her life. Um, <laughs> but so I've really been digging into that. But then my husband did get me a really, really amazing um, Christmas gift. So there's this woman that I've learned about. I think her name is Chani Nichols. And she goes by Spirit Daughter on Ooh, Instagram. Oh, I love her logo. Yeah. And she does these uh, moon books. You can just, uh, subscribe to these moon books. She does a new moon book. She does a full moon book. And then I think she also does like eclipse books without the, throughout mm-hmm. the year and um, equinox. And <clears throat> so anyway, that was a lot of information. I chose to just go with the new moon yeah, because that feels good and sustainable for me. And so I've been learning a lot about this new Capricorn new moon that's coming in on um, Saturday on the 5th of this mm-hmm. month. Um, so, but I get these books, uh, it's a subscription. So it's like 11 bucks or something like that. Subscribe to it. I get it once a month and it's, you know, it's a good, I don't know, 50 pages or something like that, but it goes through all about what Capricorn is. Um, it goes through, you know, your moon scopes for your horoscope. And then it has these writing prompts at the end that correspond with the new moon. So, that's one of the things that I've kind of been digging into um, in regards to crystals and, you know, like what energy do I want around me for the new mm-hmm. moon? What do I want to be bringing with me? And Capricorn actually is a time of reflection. 
Yeah. It is in January. <clears throat> so it's during those long January nights. And it's um, it's a time for us to look at our energy, where we put our energy. And um, because energy is our most precious resource. And yeah. so um, it gives us that time to look at where we're putting our energy. Are we breaking that sacred contract with ourself, which is to become the highest vibrational being that we can mm. be? By exactly where you put your energy, energy. exactly, yeah, Yeah. and so, um, yeah, so I've just been thinking a lot about that, and I think, I mean, other than that, the holidays, you know, it's just been nice and at home, you know, other than like yoga classes again, a little crazy. I live in Palm Springs, and so that means that our population has quadrupled. In the last three weeks. So that also is probably another reason why I have been home. Yeah. Because the world out there is really, really busy. Really, really busy. so overwhelming. And for those of you that have been listening to me over the last however many weeks, you know how much I loathe the hustle. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I am about slow. I am about cozy. And it is not slow and cozy here. No. No. My no. life is not slow and cozy. I know. I don't even know how you do it. I don't. I don't know either. Oh, gosh. I am going it's more like inward. I'm, oh, I know. You're going inward and I'm outward. And you're just outward and I, oh, and I was the love. yin and the yang. It's totally the yeah. yin and the yang. Um, but yeah. I'm spending a little bit more time in Idlewild. I went to a beautiful sound bath uh, two days before New Year's Eve that really helped get me centered and clear out the space oh. of 2018. Um And I think I found a new yoga mentor, which I'm really excited about. So, um, yeah, like that's just, that's just where I'm at. I'm quiet. I'm reflective. I'm a little sad. Um, but I'm also hopeful and looking forward to the journey of 2018 and what it holds for me and for my family, um, and for my vocation, for my offerings Mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. So that's me. Yay. Yeah. All right. All right. So um, here we go, Sarah, who's the exact opposite I, I'm really... of me. I mean, I seriously, like I got a book. When my, my coach sent me a book over holidays and it's the art of arranging yourself in the world. It's called Cozy. No, I love it. Because she's like, this is you. I saw this. I got this book and this is you. And I'm so excited about this. And then that is not Sarah. No, I'm not like, cozy. I mean, you are. I, Your spirit well, no, I, is cozy for me. I but am you're in not a different in that way. Space. But no, my life is much um, different. It, yeah, it's a lot different. It's like, um, what is it? That saying, like, what is that saying? Foot to the pedal? I don't know. Basically, I'm. Pedal to the metal? Pedal to the metal. Thank you. Is that what you're looking for? Pedal? I love that you just used you guys, a car analogy. Okay, but wait, can I just say. Um, disclosure I'm gonna be super out of it for this next couple weeks because I am no longer drinking coffee and as that I actually as I'm latte, watching Nick my almond milk latte drink coffee I, I cannot I'm off coffee and I'll get into it because I'm really excited to talk about like this health journey um that I've embarked on but so I have not had coffee I had two sips of coffee I'm weaning off. So I feel my brain feels really cluttered and scattered. Mm. um, And I'm not going to flow as well, but that's okay because I'm just going to show up how I am. But no, I live a very fast paced life and it sometimes gets um, overwhelming. 
but I also have a lot to do and a lot that I want to say. And so I'm just going with it and I just, mm. I flow with it and it's the life I've created. And, and at times I think I need to slow down more and that's why I have my, my wellness practices, you know, and that's why I participate in yoga and, you know, it's why I also meditate and I try and breathe and, and I create my space around me so I can have that kind of quiet time to, to center in and, and just decompress and I'm not good at it all the time. And that's something that I definitely think working on how to deal with my busy life is a constant balance. Um, but I love it. And I love the things I do. I love my career. I, I love all of those things. So I don't have any plans on slowing down. No. <laughs> 2019. I just don't. I'm just mm-hmm. gonna keep going because um, right. it's my style. I mean, like I'm all or nothing. But you know, it's funny because I think one of the best things that anybody can do for themselves is find their strengths and weaknesses, and then use them. Mm-hmm. So I and for me, a lot of my strengths are also my weaknesses. So this intense drive and um, intensity and fastness. So it's like, how can I channel that type of energy to be beneficial for me? And so I'm really like about energy. I'm really intentional about like, where am I putting my energy? Why am I putting it there? I have a lot of it. So I'm able to channel things um, when I get intentional. I have problems when I'm unintentional and I'm kind of floundering without clarity. That's Mm -hmm. where for me things get a little bit weird. Um, So, but I love it because ever since being in Fiji, I just, I got a long break. I got 18 days on my honeymoon of a break and it, it allowed me the time that I desperately needed to go inward for a little bit and and not do anything, which then had me come out really clear on what it is that I want to do. Right. Um, and I've been meeting all of those goals. So I'm excited to talk about that. But I, I want to do a check-in about my word. So I went off on a tangent. But my word for 2019 is resiliency. Hmm. Um, yeah, that I normally don't have a word. Um, I have a different ritual that I do and my husband and I do it every year since we've been together for the last almost eight years. And I've been doing it since I was a little girl with my family and we, every new year's Eve, we write down a letter to, um, and you address it like dear God, spirit, universal energy, the karmic board. Um, I grew up with a very spiritual family. Like my family was actually in followed like a one of the most famous gurus and lived on like a commune. So I, I grew up with that type of mentality and philosophy because all my cousins, everybody was born into it. And I can talk about that at a later date. But so I've always like, that's just normal to me, that type of um, mentality. And so like when Nikki talks about tarot cards and um, crystals and, and all of that, like I just, that's my, that's my normal. Like for a lot of people who grew up in like the Christian based faith or Catholicism. I grew up in like deep spirituality, you know, and working with shamans and witch doctors and, you know, and a lot of it was like Christ centered and Christ consciousness. Um, my grandma loves Jesus and it's just been a different like representation on, on what that looks like. So I've always grown up doing really (laughs) strange things to other people, (laughs) which are really normal to me. So, um, yeah. So Chris writes a, a letter with us every year now and he, writes it out to the karmic board also. Mm. Um, And so you write everything that you want to leave behind in 2018. So anything that no longer served you. um, And then 
with I am statements, um, you write everything that you are bringing into 2019. Mm. So you let go what is no longer there and you bring in space for something new and then you burn it. Right. And so, so great and so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, And it just gets, again, it like gets intentional. And so for, so I love this, uh, like the word because Mm -hmm. I've never done that. And so really finding a word and I wanted to do, uh, I wanted to do abundance. I mean, there was a lot of other words that I wanted to do, but I just Mm -hmm. kept coming back to this core value of resiliency because I think I really, I am resilient and um, I have no illusion. It's like every year, sometimes I think when it's like the new year, we, we get such, um, we make a lot of plans, right? (laughs) We make a lot of plans, which is great. You know, we make a lot of new year resolutions and big lofty ideas of what we want our entire year to look like. And then life steps in because Mm -hmm. it just always does. And things get chaotic and, you know, we slip back into old patterns and old routines and all of a sudden our huge resolutions, um, are, are no longer in sight. And so I feel like with resiliency, it's this idea that like we can bounce back and you can start over anytime mm. and you have the power to cultivate resiliency in everything that we do. Um, and so I know that 2019 is going to have beauty and breakdowns and all of it. Mm-hmm. And I just, every year does. I mean, yeah. I look back at this past year and it was like, I had one of the most amazing years. And then I also had really stressful, crazy shit happen also, mm-hmm. you know, it just all, it all happens. Right. And so, yeah, I really want to embody resiliency and I really want to keep that as like my core value this year to remember that like I have the power to cultivate um, empowerment and strength and courage and resiliency and overcome and conquer um, things. Yeah, you do. You know? and I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So and the nice thing is, is like as my focus areas, because like I said, when I get clear, I can really make things happen when I don't get clear. I'm a hot mess. And I really need a lot of structure and boundaries in my life um, because I didn't have any. I mean, I really grew up like wild and free. And I really was a gypsy, you guys, for many years. I mean, I just lived out of my suitcase. I did anything I wanted, when I wanted, traveled the world, was a hot mess and um, loved it some, some of the times. But now in my adult years and in my career and with the things that I want to do, like I need my structure um, supports me. And so it feels good. So clarity. So I'm still working on my same focus areas, which is health, wealth, my marriage, and then fun. Mm. And so I know a couple podcasts ago, I wrote down like, my four focus areas and then got really clear on like, what does that look like? What does my health look like? So for my health, you know, the six month year goals are to um, get a good food plan to figure out what's actually going on. Cause I have a lot of weird symptoms um, to eventually have like clear blood tests where everything looks good. And so in Santa Fe, I, I just started working with my new doctor I went down to Santa Fe for the holidays and I had my appointment and right away, like I'm on a food plan. And Mm. so, you know, and I've got my blood work back to figure out what's going on. And I've, um, you know, I've gotten a new diagnosis of it's called MTHFR gene. And I have the double mutated version of this and it's really interesting. And as we do this podcast, I'm going to talk a lot more about it because I'm fascinated by it. It, has a lot of linkages to mental health as mm. well as physical health problems. 
And so you can be a carrier. I guess there's a lot of different variations, but um, the two most commonly researched ones are the ones that I guess I have both of, mm. which means I'm not producing enough methylfolate, which um, helps your body detox, helps your liver detox, it helps your you know, gut detox, and it like actually does um, a lot of stuff to your DNA and blood, like oxidize, oxidizing it. And I'm just learning about this, so I just have to put that out. Like, I know one percent of of this, and there's a lot, so I'm trying to figure it out. So I'm a learner and I'm a beginner, mm-hmm. and I just want to preference that. And I also want to preference, you know, Nick and I talk a lot about like our wellness journeys and like Mm -hmm. what we do and we're not doctors Mm -hmm. we're not psychiatrists um you know so anything that I in particular say because I definitely am going to share I share my journey and I share my truth and some of it um I don't want anybody to listen to this and be like um self-diagnose yourself right you know what I mean like (laughs) right yeah that's a good disclaimer like I'll look like on Instagram or health things, especially with health, I'll go down like the rabbit hole and I will see people doing things and I'm like, oh, I'm going to eat that diet. Like I just want to, I'm going to eat that. I'm going to do what this girl's doing. And then it turns out after I get my blood work and I'm like highly allergic to all those foods. Right. So I'm going to be an advocate for myself and advocate for all of you. Like if you're having problems, like I sought out a functional medical doctor. I am working with the doctor. Um, it's a 16-week program. Like it, it's all based around my blood work. It is all tracked. Um, so I am working. I am choosing to do that, and that gives me a lot of confidence because I feel like I'm finally going to be able to understand what has been going on in my body. And so, bottom line is this: this does have clear linkages though to people with depression, anxiety. Um, gut problems and a lot of the things that I faced and there's some correlation to addiction and so I find really? it really in- yeah that is really time. interesting yeah and I even had somebody reach out to me I did a I'm doing live stories um, and she reached out and she's like I just learned about this in a continuing education addiction mental health class and oh, I was like interesting so yeah, and it because it also affects like your neurotransmitters because our body works as a whole. Like it's not right. isolated; everything works together. Exactly. So because I'm not producing methylfolate and some of these things, and my body's not detoxing. It affects like your neurotransmitters, which affects serotonin and dopamine. Which I did a lot of heroin, cocaine. Like the main components are dopamine and serotonin. So it all works as a whole. But basically, I've got a doctor. I feel confident. Um, I also, when I was down there, got a new blood panel for all my food allergies. So have you gotten that back yet? No, no. but I'm going to share because I'm super excited. And again, this is all done. Like this is not, I'm all into like intuitively following your instincts and what your body needs. But for me, like I've been intuitively trying to do it for so long and nothing's been working. Yeah. So I'm really excited to see like the science behind it of like, this is what your body's allergic to. This is what it is. And then build that intuitive plan off of those, those facts. Um, so, but yeah, so we're going to design a whole new food plan once my actual things come off, but I'm back off gluten, dairy, soy, corn, sugar, sugar, tomatoes, red tomatoes, uh, nightshades, shellfish, beef, pork. So I want to hear what you are eating. Okay, so that's 
I'm glad you said that because my um my mentality has to be what I what I can eat and what I get to eat. Exactly. Because full disclosure. So I've been saying that, and then I went to the grocery store for the first time yesterday because I've been traveling. So it's been easy to stop and get a smoothie or you know get a salad. <laughs> I started crying in the grocery store oh, no. because I went in not prepared. And my Mm. husband eats anything and everything. So it was like really easy for him. And I was so flustered and I felt so overwhelmed because like there's certain vegetables I can't eat. There's certain fruits that I can't eat. I mean, so it was just like everything I looked at was like, I can't eat that. And, Mm. and, and I had to just be like, okay, you need to get, pull up your big girl panties and get the fuck over this and focus on what I can eat. And I also realized like I will not go into a grocery store without a recipe of something that I'm making. Mm. Um, And like I got a little booklet with all my stuff and I have recipes in it. So I'm actually, I'm excited. I'm going to finally learn how to cook. I always laugh that I'm very undomesticated. So uh, God obviously has a plan to like get me more domesticated. So I think this process will do that. Um, but so, yeah, so that was one of my intention areas. And so what can you eat? We didn't get the list of oh, what you can yeah, yeah, yeah. eat. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can eat. <clears throat> so I'm so curious. <laughs> well, and it's going to change again. So right, this yeah. Is, this so you're not like trying not to get too attached. I'm trying not to be too attached to what I can eat because it will change once I'm so I get I'm so curious, my- too, because you know how much I love meal prepping and meal planning. I know. I know. I, I'm like, tell me what you can eat and maybe okay, I'll make so you a recipe eat, plan. I can, eat, I can eat sweet potatoes right Ooh, now. Okay. In moderation. In moderation. I was going to say how much. Yeah, moderation. But buckwheat, buckwheat and quinoa. That's like it on the carbs and starches. Like and the buckwheat, but yeah, I can eat all of those three things. And then I can eat fish, um, no shellfish, no which is like my favorite. So I can eat fish, chicken, turkey. Um, I can eat a lot of different fruits. Um, that's vegetables besides nightshades. That's what, what I can kind eat. Of, what kind of fruits? Um, <clears throat> uh, can you have citrus no like I can have citrus but I have a feeling I'm trying not to get too attached I'm trying not to get too attached I'm trying to just like wait for my blood panel of the foods and that's kind of what he said too he was like look the biggest thing is eat healthy meat obviously like non-gmo organic organic grass-fed all of that I've always and, and again for the like I just started eating meat again so I am hope like I don't know how to cook meat I've been a vegetarian or vegan or pes- pescatarian like most of my life. Mm-hmm. So cooking meat, buying meat, it still grosses me out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've had, a, I just have been having a lot of transitions. So I'm trying not to be attached, but I will update everybody on like what I can eat and then like what my actual food plan is going to be. But for now, I just have to look at it as like I can eat lots of fruits a lot of veggies and clean proteins and yeah. some sweet potatoes and quinoa. And um, that's what I get to eat. So that's what it is. Yeah. Well, I'm you excited know? to see the journey. And yeah. there's, there's still yeah. a lot of things in there. I remember when um, I had, when I first had Bodhi, Bodhi had colic for a year. <clears throat> and so in the first part of that journey, we had to figure out uh, if she was allergic to something. And I was breastfeeding at the time and I had to go on what they called the elimination diet. Uh-huh. That's basically what I'm on. Yeah. And so I had uh, six things. I could yeah. eat six things. Yep. I could have brown rice. I could have yep. zucchini. Mm-hmm. I could have green apples. I could mm-hmm. have turkey. 
I could have mm-hmm. regular potatoes. And then what was the last thing? There was one more thing that I could have. I, can't, I said brown rice. Da, 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 da. I think that was it. Oh, I could use salt. How long did that last? Six weeks. Yeah. Six weeks. Well, and that's the other thing. Like, so I'm, so I've started taking a bunch of supplements for the MTHFR thing, but I'm also on this like 21 day uh, liver detox supplement program. <laughs> so, cause he basically was like, but we can't even like touch your gut until we get your liver and start getting proper supplements. So your liver can start to detox properly and then we'll attack your gut. So it's going to change. Like I'm going to have different supplements and different pills for different periods of weeks and eating different foods. So I'm just like sitting in the, in the back seat and I'm going to let the doctor drive it. And I'm going to mm-hmm. just, you know, be a little bit of a backseat driver, but also what kind surrender. of spices and stuff like that? Can you have no chili? No chili. But you, can you have like cinnamon? Can yeah, you have turmeric? I can do golden milk. I can do, I mean, there's a so lot can of you things do like agave. I, can you do honey? No, agave is so bad. Yeah. Can you do honey? I can do a little bit of honey. What about stevia? Yeah, I, yeah, I'm sure could but he didn't really say anything about it, but um, yeah, no agave that was listed. So listed. I don't know. We'll see. <clears throat> I'm just showing up um, and I know it's going to evolve, but I'm actually excited. Like I'm not, I'm happy to know that what has been causing some of my symptoms and I'm happy to know what the problem is because once you know what's not working, that's like the biggest gift we can have. When you know it's not working, then you can figure out how to fix it, you know, but you can't fix something if you don't know it's broken. And so that's how I'm approaching this. And I'm definitely bringing like my positive mental attitude. I'm just going to, you know, I'm getting a diet that I didn't ask for. (laughs) And it's (laughs) not overnight. Like this is no. a long process. This it's like 16 or 20 weeks for yeah. you at least. This yeah. is just, just working with the doctor initially. Yeah. No, so exactly. it's a process. It takes time. And that's yeah. what I've found with anything like this, especially when I went through my nutrition stuff last year with um, yeah. Rachel Rowley. Um, it was a 12-week program that I did with her. You know, initially yeah. it was eight weeks and then it was 12 weeks of just really eliminating those things yeah. that um, – I mean, I, I eliminated sugar, gluten, and dairy, <clears throat> yep. and then I got really clear on what kind of fructose and yep. um, what was spiking my blood sugar and yep. what fruits worked for me, what other foods yep. worked for me, and I learned a lot in that process. Yeah. And now I'm, like, learning again, but it takes yeah, time. Yeah, you continue. Well, you continue to learn, and that's the thing is, like, I've done – it was funny because he was like, wow, you're approaching this really – good because I was laughing I was excited I was like okay I, I mean I've had such severe health problems in the past um, not to minimize what I'm going through but I'm a warrior and I'm gonna I'm gonna show up and I'm gonna fight for myself and you know I literally was on death's door and had hepatitis C superior mesonomic artery syndrome and my gallbladder was completely broken and I was so sick and I know that like when I step up, I can take care of myself because I did it for years. I mean, I did every cleanse. I did, you know, I, I showed up, I did the food plans, I worked with the doctors and that was a big part of a lot of my sobriety. And really it's just been the last two years that I got off my health journey mm-hmm. and my wellness journey because I got really busy with my career. And I also got really frustrated because like no matter what I did, my gut health just didn't improve. And it was so frustrating that I finally, and then I honestly, I think I've probably used food as comfort this last two years. I mean, I just can own that like in stress, like I'd love pizza and nachos and I've eaten things that I never would have eaten in the past. Um, so I feel like 
I'm back on track and I'm happy about that. Um, but yeah, I don't, I still don't like, I don't feel good right now. My rashes are horrible. Mm. You know, I'm freezing. I'm sitting here like wrapped up in a blanket and, um, my gut hurts, but I just started. And so I'm just trying to like stay focused on that and positive. So that was like my long winded, like health check-in. Um, but I do think, Oh, one last thing with this gene. Um, there are ways you can get tested for it and they, estimate like I've read it a lot of different things but like 30 to 60 percent of the population has one at least one of the variants really? of this yeah so a lot of a lot of people have it and it's really prevalent with people with autoimmune miscarriages infertility um you know depression anxiety and like IBS like a lot of people who have undiagnosed IBS have this gene mm. and then and there's different variations so that's the other thing like if you have one of the variations it's like more heart centered if you have the other one it's more mood and um gut centered i have both Mm, interesting well i'm going to be really interested to hear your journey on this yeah and to see how it goes yeah um so do they have i just have so many questions i'll save them i'll save the questions i mean you can do I'll do, the, yeah, I'll just do yeah. some more research on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 No, you, and you can ask your doctor to test you for it. Right. And some medical doctors, like, don't really know that much about it or don't really care. And others are like, let's test you. Um, but I knew, I knew I had this before I went with the other doctor because that other doctor I went to, um, who's not a functional medical doctor, tested me for it. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I actually knew. And then this guy was like, oh, this we need to actually treat this right. the other doctor was like oh you have this weird mutated gene good luck and this guy's <laughs> like um <laughs> we need to help you right so, and they can yeah they can i have i'm going to have to always probably supplement yeah. i mean your body's not this is not it's it's genetic so this is not something i can it's not eat, something that you can fix but is, there is something out there yeah. yeah but you can't That's take supplements for it i can yeah I'm, I'm gonna have to supplement which is fine yeah um <clears> so yeah, so that was great. And then um, I'll just do a quick check-in on our, our holidays, but really in particular, just like we had the most amazing experience on Christmas Eve. We went to Santa Fe. I got to be with my family. It was amazing. We had like party after party after party. And Santa Fe is like the most festive holiday place to be. It's beautiful. It's it's all adobe buildings. Um, it's a really unique culture. It's like Native American, Hispanic, Mexican and white all kind of um, mixed together and it has a really ancient history so I was born there my dad was born there my mom's family has been there since the 1920s so it's definitely home Mm. Um, and it's beautiful like they have feralitos everywhere and bonfires and the artists make all these amazing you know street art and so it's my favorite place to be during the holidays but we actually Chris and I my husband were invited by my dad's friend out to Nambe Pueblo to um, a Native American cer- ceremonial Christmas Eve dance. Mm-hmm. And it was like the elk and buffalo dance. And so you have to be invited. And it was incredible. Like you're not allowed to bring your phone. Um, everything has to stay in the car. But it was so magical and so beautiful. And so I kind of was like, this is my my big New Year's kind of celebration of like bringing in the new year and ending the new year there was like 25 to 30 huge bonfires of pine wood and so it just like smelled like incense everywhere and they came up on the kiva in the middle and it was like a moving dance so you followed 
you followed all of the dancers and drummers and they were uh, they were dressed like elks and buffaloes and it was just like rhythmic and um cleansing and just so magical it was like the moon was out in the pueblo and it was like deep into the mountains it was beautiful oh that sounds amazing yeah and being there with my dad and then my husband was really amazing like it just was very bonding and very cleansing and um i don't know super special so that was like the highlight of the trip and then yeah spending doing all the parties with all of my family it was incredible i bet yeah and so before i went i did end up um i you know, coming back to those intention areas, because I want to continue to remind everybody to get clear on what you want and to be unapologetic. Mm-hmm. Uh, unapologetic, like you deserve to have the life that you want to create. And there's no ifs, ands, ors, or buts about it. Like you can do it and you deserve it and you're worth it and you're worthy. And so, you know, for me, a lot of my intention and focus areas that I wrote down about a month, a month and a half ago are coming true Mm -hmm. because I'm being relentless about achieving them. Mm -hmm. Like I know what I want and I'm doing what I need to do to get to the things that I want. And so, you know, my um, career has changed. My title has changed. I did get a raise. Um, You know, I, I do have my health things. Chris and I were able to travel a little bit and then we're redoing our whole space in our house, like making it, exactly how I want because I also came back realizing like I I want to feel good in my space in all my spaces mm-hmm. and I am I have the tendency I'm like I'm not materialistic at all right. which will mean that like I will wear like I will have broken things and I will have like ratty clothes and I'll have holes <laughs> in mm-hmm. my shoes and I'll just do I, I really don't care I mean honestly I'm like I'm I could be a minimalist like very easily and just like get rid of everything but energetically, I'm realizing, like, I want clean, nice things, and, right. I, and that's okay. And so we've gone through, and, like, anything that's broken, I've just gotten rid of. It's like, what, this is not serving me. Like, this doesn't feel good. And so, yeah, we've been redoing our whole house, and it feels so good to, like, clean up the energy and, and create a space that I really want to be in. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and mentally I've decided like, okay, actually like I want to be here. I want to stay in this house for the next at least five years. Um, so I want to make it really nice and make it how I want it to look. Right. Um, and then for my new years, I actually did. I went to Aaron and Scott's yoga studio clip. Oh, you did? Yeah. And I did the Sankalpa meditation and yoga class and it was amazing. Oh my mm. God. It was so, it was so good. And it's funny because like, it was kind of like the word, but during my Sankalpa, it was like, um, what is like, what is the divinity in me and what is like your divine purpose? And I just kept coming back to the word. Another word was like peace. Mm. I just coming back, kept coming back to peace. And I realized like I am a warrior and I am, um, I'm in a lot of intense situations a lot of the time. It's my career. It's my energy. It's just, I've always had a lot of intensity. And so I think deep down, like I want a sense of peace. And so like, creating my space and creating some of these things it's like does this bring me peace does this like let me breathe right Uh, and so that's like my practice right now I love that because I feel I feel the same way with home is so important like how we create our space my husband and I have this conflict sometime because he uh he he's very calm in his mind yeah but I mean he's he's a writer he's got a lot 
it's not so much an exterior uh, that his surroundings don't really affect him. But yeah. for me, it's not that I'm a neat freak, but if there's clutter around me, I feel clutter in my mind. Like it yeah. just doesn't feel clean and clear. And one of the things that I came up across when I was doing my work for wellness for my board for this year was um, someone was talking about housekeeping. Yeah. And how the original um, definition of housekeeping was, um, you know, cleaning up the energies in our life. Yeah. And yeah. because home, uh, home originally, it's only within, you know, the the very recent past that home, you know, sometimes, um, you know, uh, I guess it's kind of transitioned to a place where we just land. But home mm -hmm. has always been a place of uh, shelter, you know, shelter and comfort and, um, where our life is, is based from. And, oh. and I really love, I love that idea. And so yeah. the fact that, you know, my home reflects, I want my, I want my surroundings to reflect that How inner you feel. peace. Yeah. Yeah. That, that comfort. And then even goes as far to, you know, my husband and I, we did, um, so for 2018, we decided to do, um, our rhythm for whole living yeah. And so we wrote down 10 tenants that we want to um, bring into 2019. And one of them was minimize, simplify, and quality first. Yeah. I and love that. so it's kind of that same thing. Like, we're not overly materialistic, but I do. I mean, I go to Target. Let's be real. I go to Target well, a lot. But you pick, but it's like, okay, so, but we can pick the things that feel good. Like, keep and buy what feels good. Right. And if it doesn't, like you don't really I need don't it. don't need it. And I, yeah. I unless you want it, which people are allowed to do that too. And my husband and I are both like, we're not the best at buying quality. Yeah. You know? And so that's what we want. Like where, in, in regards to everything, like whether it's where we buy our food or where we buy our home goods or where we buy our clothing, yeah. like we want to look at like quality first quality. because it all comes together, Yep. you know, and especially for the home. So I totally, I totally agree with that, with the home reflecting, you know, what we, um, like what I want my insides to feel like, because that, this yeah. is my home. This is where I spend so much of my time and I want it to feel good. Exactly. Um, and I love that you went to the Sankalpa. I was actually going to offer, I did, uh, Sankalpa meditations I, in my yoga yeah. classes yesterday. I know. I kept my students for an extra, uh, 10 minutes at the end of class. Yeah. Um, it's so good though. I, love like love 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 sankalpa yeah. like that is something i'm super excited oh one more thing since we're talking about yoga you guys i am not allowed to step foot in a hot yoga studio right so i have i've been practicing yoga since i got sober but in a hot room and when i say hot like over 104 Mm -hmm. that's it that is what i consider hot yoga like 80s 90s is like warm yoga i've been in hot, hot yoga studios and rooms for eight years. And um, another thing that came back in my blood work is I have really low adrenal and cortisol function. Um, and he thinks it's from my drug use because I just wrecked havoc. So when you have low adrenals and cortisol, it's all your hormones and your adrenals and cortisol regulates your stress. And that means physical stress as well as mental stress. Like your body literally just cannot handle that type of stress and so he looked at me and just goes like no wonder you feel like shit you have been uh stressing your body for eight years doing such intense hot yoga mm. 
because it does, it causes a lot more stress on your body being in that intense heat. And that's one of the things I loved about it. It's like the crazy intensity. Um, but so yeah, no more rooms over 104 degrees for me. Um, I can do Baptiste and I kind of intuitively already was feeling that. that. Yeah. You're already kind of drifting in that way. Yeah. I'm doing a, you know, I'm transitioning my yoga, you know, classes and, um, style. And so, yeah, I've officially gotten rid of that other membership and I will, I will not be doing hot yoga anymore. And, and so I don't know, it's just like being on that mat and doing, um, the Sankalpa and in this new studio, I just, I finally feel like I found my yoga home mm. here in Spokane. Um, and Aaron and Scott, if you're listening, you guys are amazing. Um, they really are amazing. I can't wait to check way. out yeah. the studio. Yeah, the studio, it just feels, it does. It feels like coming home and it feels like a place where I can like go inward and just continue like my healing on all levels, mm-hmm. not just like the physical. So um, yeah, that, I, I loved it. I yeah, just that's so I'm so excited that you did that. And I was actually going to let all of our listeners know at the end of today's podcast. So Sarah and I are going to hang up and I'm going to do the thing. I'm going to offer um, a Sankalpa meditation at the end of the podcast. So I'm going to do the same um, Sankalpa meditation that I did in my yoga classes. So if you have an extra five to 10 minutes and you want to stay on the podcast longer, um, you can, you know, grab a journal or even a piece of paper and a pen or maybe nothing, but get yourself comfortable. And then I'll guide you through a little Sankalpa meditation to come into the new year. So I'll go over what Sankalpa is. Um, and then a few breathing exercises and then kind of guide you through to find out what your Sankalpa is for 2018. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I'll get to all of our listeners at the end. So yeah, it'll be at the end. It's, it's pretty short. Um, but if you guys want to do that, and if you've never done it, or even if you have stay on, cause Nikki's voice, I could, I I could listen to your voice (laughs) and read meditations all day long. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really amazing. Microphone. It's something about me. Oh my God, it just like comes through so soft. <laughs> and I'm over here like this is like yoga voice. I remember when I was first going through my training and I tried to have that really like, you know, that really, you know, yoga, yoga voice. And I remember like I would be that. practicing and my husband was like, what are you doing? Yeah, why are you talking like what that? What are you doing? What is happening right now? Mm-hmm. And so I kind of, I let it go and I just found my own voice. So whatever that is, it, it came out. It works. And it works. It. Yeah, it just so works. So stay on the line and listen to Nikki's yoga voice. Yeah, it'll be at the very voice. end. So, I mean, we still have a few, uh, we're, we're oh. still chatting here a little bit, Um, but I'll let you know. So, but I love that you did the Sankalpa practice. It's something very, I, I love doing a Sankalpa practice. And um, it's something that is, uh, I think it came about with Yoga Nidra. Yeah, that's um, what she was saying. Yeah. so it's And it was with the, Taylor. Oh, she's amazing. She's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So um, a Sankalpa usually comes out with a Yoga Nidra practice, which is all about staying aware while you allow mm-hmm. the body to rest. Mm-hmm. Um and yoga nidra is something that I've been kind of journeying into over the last six months. And it's a really beautiful, yeah. beautiful practice. Um, uh, but that's where I started to learn about it is when I started offering yoga yeah. nidra and learning more about Sankalpa. Yeah. 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 So, that's what, yeah, it was amazing. That's the type of yoga I'm going to be doing this year. Yeah. And it's needed. You know, it's, you know I really, yeah. I, I teach currently at a power studio. Yeah. And so we do a lot of, um, it's a lot of yang 
It's a yeah. lot of power. People come for, you know, it's an hour of power. They come for the workout. They come for the workout. And I yeah. feel like, especially in our studio, we really could use a bit of that um, slowing down. So yeah. I'm going to see if I can maybe offer it like once a month. Uh, I'm craving it. Like I want to get into the yin classes and um, Mm. do more of the meditation practices. And, you know, and I've had a lot of, I've always meditated off and on throughout the year. I've just, I'm a fair weather meditator. Um, Like I'll start for a couple weeks. Aren't we all? I know. I'm just being transparent. So I'll like get in my groove. That's how I've always been. This is the longest that I've consistently meditated. Yeah. And I've done it every day. But it's I know, been three is, weeks. We'll see what happens. I know, but that's five weeks huge. I'm still doing it. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, yeah. that's huge. Like, yeah. that's like me. I'll just go through these waves with meditation right. and then I won't. But I'm like, okay, so for me, my yoga practice really is meditative. Right. It really is. It's like connecting my um, breath with my movement is a flowing meditative practice. And so those are the kind of classes that I'm going to dig deep into, especially while my body's healing. I'm going to stay away from really stressful and strenuous physical practices. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I'm going to kind of dig deep into that more yin style, really meditative state. And I found that like the meditation yesterday just rocked my world because um, I had a teacher who was helping me. And, and this is something that I always say is like, I'm all about like, we can do everything on our own and we have the power within but sometimes um, it's nice to learn from other people. And uh, so it's like the guided meditations. Having and, a teacher is and having, so important. Yes. yes. And in anything. And the, and the things that I've done the best in in my life, I've had really strong mentors. I've had really strong teachers. I've had really strong people who have walked the path before me. Right. And so often um, our own minds are the problem. Like really, like deep down it's like, for me, like I'm usually my 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 biggest enemy. So well, I wasn't it Einstein who said you can't fix the problem with the same mind that created yes, it. Yes, that's exactly right. And it's like so if your thinking is the problem, and if our you know thought process and mind is the problem, we're probably not going to be the ones to fix to it. Fix it. Right. And that doesn't mean we can't, but it means that we need a little bit of help before we can learn how to fix right. that. And, and and we don't like one thing that I've learned in being a teacher myself more than anything is the more I'm a teacher, the more I realize I don't know yeah. and the more I want to learn. And that's something that's been so apparent to me is I'm, you know, that I'm on this journey of finding my mentors right now and yeah. finding my teachers. And I think I found one. Um, she's amazing. She teaches yoga in a yurt up in Idlewild, California. I love that. I can and, so see you. It just feels so good. Like, you and I finally met that. her and our energy just connected and we felt the same way when we looked at each other and she does love it. a completely, she just, she channels a completely different side of yoga. Completely. Yep. I mean, she practices something called morphic yoga, which is completely different than any kind of Western power yoga than I'll ever do. And she's just, um, I'm just gravitating towards that. But anytime I have taught I've been um, taught by a teacher. So her or my Ashtanga teacher, Shelly Enlau, she was phenomenal. The kind of work that I did with her in my yoga practice. I mean, you saw it. I know. You you visibly saw that. I mean, it was. In such a short period of time. So short, your practice. It just transformed. Transformed. I mean, it was like being on the mat with you before and then being on the mat with you after, I just would stop. I mean, I would literally stop practicing and just like stare at her. I'd be like, what, what, 
what did you do? It's like, being led by a teacher. Yeah. It's having that, that, having that guidance. Yeah. And I found even, um, I've actually started using, because I, I, I love my home studio where I teach. Yeah. I absolutely love my studio. Um, and it's a power studio, like I said. And so yeah. there's a lot of that and I need something more. So I started using this program called Yoga Glow. Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah. And so it's an online um, yoga platform. And some of my reflection models are teachers on here. So Sean Korn teaches on Yoga Glow. Elena Brower. Can you take on... classes? Yeah, that's what I do. I'm in the okay. process of taking classes. Rod Stryker is one of the teachers. Annie Carpenter is one of the teachers. There's just amazing teachers for yoga, meditation, and then they have this thing called Beyond the Mat, which is like, you know, um, how to live yoga beyond the mat. <laughs> well, it's really, well, that, but mostly like teachings. So like this okay. morning I watched one from Rod Stryker about the kind of like the four, uh, sequence, like the, the sequence, the four sequences yeah. of yoga. So, um, uh, and he, you know, and he's taught so many, he's taught, so he's one of, he's, I think Elena Brower's teacher. He's, he's a really, yeah. he's a really one of my old teacher. teachers. That was his teacher. Studied under Rod Stryker. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he's really, um, he's just so knowledgeable and he's been in the yoga community for so many years, but, um, I've started using yoga glow and I feel like even using that and it's not obviously one-on-one -on -one, it's online, but I have still, it's amazing to see how much my practice that. has transformed and my teaching. Do they have guided meditations also? They have guided meditations. Oh, yeah. They have CM. guided yoga practice. Right now I'm doing one with Elena Brower. Um, it's uh, self-care for yoga teachers. Oh, that's so good. So it's seven 30-minute um, practices uh, to flow your energy in a different way and yeah. to kind of contain your energy, revitalize yourself. Um, Does as it a yoga cost teacher. anything, the yoga 18 glow? 18 bucks a month. It is 18 okay. bucks a that's month. That's so worth it, But it's though. so Thank worth gosh. it. There's... I don't even know. There's maybe a thousand different videos. I, okay, there's got to be so more than that. Gonna get, and they're that. always changing. It's so intuitive. They just like did, like, and I'm obviously I I'm, I'm not paid to endorse them. I just love it. No, so, no, exactly. Um, but so that's another thing that I've been using because even. You know, if we can't find our teacher in person, we can find our teacher and we can reach mm -hmm. out. And well, that's the beauty of social media. I mean, there's some and the Internet and the time we live in is like everything that you need is accessible. Mm -hmm. Right. And so Yoga Glow has been um, uh, really instrumental in, in, in me finding a teacher lately, too. But it's just being led and being taught. And, yep. you know, the way you were talking about being led through your meditation is just. It's so powerful. Yeah, it is. And that's, I mean, and now it's like with my health, I found, you know, that's, it's the same thing. I've found my teacher, you know, right. I eat my right. doctor. Exactly. Like I found somebody to lead me mm -hmm. through my health journey instead right. of just me leading myself, which, you know, doesn't always work. And that's what I did before. So, and yeah, and I need to do that in meditation. It just was so abundantly clear that like I need to be led through meditations um, and that I need more of that in my life after yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. And I wonder what's going to come out of it for you, because I, I know once I started to get a little bit more curious about meditations, I started listening to meditations. Um, I also have a, a Nidra that I do with this woman, Jana Romer, uh, monthly, she does something called an Astro Nidra that, um, yeah. uh, she offers online and, <clears throat> and it's with every new moon, but 
once I started having a teacher, instead of just reading about it online, you know, yeah. instead of just thinking that I could do it there and like actually hearing somebody and seeing somebody, then I've started creating these meditations and I've never done, yeah. like, I've never done that before. And I found myself no, it was, really, I know getting that's into what you've been saying. Yeah. And loving it, writing it, offering yeah. it in my yoga classes and really, I've never felt confident in yeah. talking about it no, or and leading people. And now it's no. just natural. It just yeah. feels natural. There's just been well, a because shift. you've been studying and pra- like this is the thing. Because it's like, I'm how also do we- practicing it. You're practicing it, it and you're doing it and you're right. studying it and you're continuing your education. And yeah, no, that's how I feel with meditation. That's like my missing. But I, I just cannot, I'm done sitting for three minutes, like putting music on, like frantically breathing to try and not <laughs> focus terrible. on my breath to breathe, like <laughs> not frantically, terrible. but like, that's really like, that's, I think what a lot of people do because you don't know people think that you have to sit, they think that oh, you have to sit there no. and clear your mind. God, I don't know how nope, to do that, that yet. People meditate for 40 years to get to, like, exactly. I'm not there. No, so I God, hear me his either. voice and I need to concentrate on that. Right. And I to like let go in that way and right. so yeah so I guess this is like if if for anybody listening you know find find your teacher find your mentors find you know find somebody who knows more about some of these things that you're interested in or need yeah. and like be an advocate for yourself seek out what you need for whatever is not working in your life um that's like my wish and my blessings for you is to be your own advocate and really really like you have the power to create and do anything you want to do. Um, and, and especially when things aren't working, like that's the best, that's the best place to come from. Right. It really is. Cause then you can figure out how to fix it. Yeah, definitely. So, oh, so good. I'm done. Are yeah, you? Yeah, no, I'm good. I think that's a really good place to leave it. Um, Stay yeah. tuned. Listen to Nikki's yoga. Yeah. I'll do the Sankulpa at the oh. end here, but we'll, we'll wrap up Sarah. Where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at the sober. Wow, the sober Sarah. <laughs> That's where you can find me. <laughs> the sober Sarah. You can also find me on Instagram at Rise and Align with Nicole. I've not been on Instagram. I know. I've been looking. You I couldn't. Not. I just. I, I haven't even gotten. I can't you even. Know. I can't even get on right now. But yep. it's fine. Yes. That's just the season that I'm in. It's fine. Do. You can always email us too. You can email us at wildandfreepodcast at gmail.com. And Nikki does check our emails. I check our email daily, daily. Yep. Um, and so definitely email us if you have any questions. And of course, you can you can't always reach out on social media. I'll be back on some point. I have this love-hate relationship with it. So. It's constant. Just stay it's off constant. of it. I'm just going to stay off of it right now. <laughs> um, but thank you all so much for joining us today. Happy, happy 2019. Happy I hope you have a beautiful year. holiday. Um, enjoy January, whatever it may bring for you, especially this first part of this new year. And um, we'll talk to you all next week. Yep. Bye. Bye. Hello, everyone. All of you that have stayed on the end of the podcast here to join me in a little New Year's Sankalpa meditation. Just want to first say Happy New Year to all of you. Before we begin, I just want to talk a little bit on what Sankalpa is. So, so many of us are familiar with the idea of a resolution, and especially this time of year. There's so many New Year's resolutions that we have around and so many things that we want to do, so many plans that we want to make. And for a Sankalpa, this phrase, 
goes just a little bit deeper. And so to break it down, Sankalpa is a Sanskrit term. Kulpa means vow or promise. And San means association with the highest validity, the highest truth. So Sankalpa is a resolve. It is a vow and a commitment to support our highest truth. It is a reminder of your true nature and it guides our choices. There are two kinds of sankalpas that you can create. One is a statement about something that is already in place. For example, I am peace. I am healed. And this statement continues to reaffirm this deeply held truth. The second is a specific intention or a specific goal. And this is where Sankalpa gets a little contradictory um, because Sankalpa is a deeply held truth and it is something that is already in place. It is something that already exists within you, even if it hasn't materialized. Um, so a sankalpa allows us to uh, identify what we want, and, and yet, on the other hand, the only way to realize it is to acknowledge that you already are that thing. It is already in you. It is already there. It is already your truth. So, like I said, it, it's this idea that we are both being and becoming simultaneously. But the second sign of second kind of sankalpa is to set a specific intention or goal, and and in that way we speak it and we think it as if it is already here. It is already manifested right here, right now in the present tense. So compassion is my true nature. I am successful in all that I undertake. I have achieved total health. Those are just some examples. So I want you to remember that this statement is a deeply held fact that is already true in this present moment. Now, come to a comfortable position. You can be seated. You can lie down. If you're seated, maybe place a blanket underneath your hips, maybe a pillow if you're, if you're on the ground. If you're seated in a chair, plant your feet firmly on the ground and let your hands rest on your thighs. Maybe open the palms up to the sky to receive all that juicy energy that exists in the world. Or if you're feeling like you need a little bit more grounding, you can place the palms face down on the knees or the thighs. Same goes for if you're lying on a bed or on the floor. And in this space, take two deep breaths.
And I want you to start by bringing your attention to the space behind your heart. What exists here? And observing through this space behind your heart, what are you seeing? What are the sensations that arise from this space behind your heart? This is where your Sankalpa resides. This is where that vow and commitment to support your highest truth exists. This short statement is that deepest and fullest reminder of your true nature. The Sankalpa is your cornerstone to support you on your journey to your highest vibration, your highest self. Breathe and allow your Sankalpa to present itself now. Let it be easy. Let it be natural. Let it come from the space behind your heart. Once you find this short statement, repeat it to yourself three times. Now, bring your attention to your tailbone, your pelvic floor, your root center, and bring your Sankalpa with you. Embed this vow into the core of who you are. Allow it to support you. Allow it to move you. Allow it to shape you and hold you. And always know that for this moment and all moments, you are perfect, whole, and complete. Take two deep breaths. And bring your attention back to your tailbone.
Now bring your attention back to the space behind your heart and breathe. Now bring your attention back to your physical body, your whole body. If you are not already there, slowly and carefully come to a seated position. Once there, take three deep breaths while repeating your Sankalpa three times. Now bring your hands to heart center. Tuck your chin towards your chest. Thank you for sharing your time with me to practice this gift of Sankopa. May I remind you that you are loved you are valued, you are worthy, you are magical, you are enough, and you belong right here, right now. The light in me honors and bows to the radiant light within you. Namaste.